When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Empire fight store. I'm ready to fight. Delighted to be joined here. Early doors, 2024. The Don. Had a bit of lunch with Nissa and Jamie yeah, uh, this afternoon. I thought we'd celebrate. That given this is my first sit down exclusively with Dr. Charles Parsons. Indeed, Dr. Charles Parsons. Yeah, I'm you know, christening me the Don, so I'm going to christen you uh, Doctor for, for, for 2024. Am no, I? It's great. I've, I've actually didn't get take much time off, was straight into the office directly after the big New Year celebrations. And, um, and a nice date on my couch over Christmas. Drank lots, ate lots, watched some terrible movies. Partied lots? Send you- no, no, not really, no. no. Right. I think I did all my parties during the year, so okay. it was uh, at home, a few presents, um, nice family time, very cheap. Can I quickly, before we start, can I give a little MTV Cribs? Can, I thought yeah, that's why I'd do it. It's off a day of work, shouldn't look too messy. No, it's it's pretty uh pretty impressive the setup that we've got going on there. I think this is a better way to do it on the phone. We can MTV cribs it up. Absolute gem. It's me and Muhammad Ali. Well, no, that is a good That's ringside. We were promoting Layla Ali. That was uh two thousand and five in um in uh yeah, in uh Berlin. In Berlin. So, yeah. It's got the uh, Misfits boxing poster down there. Very cool. Yes, that's the backdrop. Um, cover up the blood on the wall. <laughs> right, let's go straight into it. A reflection on 2023 then. Um, obviously, with Misfits going the way it is and just thriving year after year and coming on leaps and bounds. So obviously, this to me, like, look back at last year. I want to look forward. That's to what everyone out. says to me. You know, everyone says I, this. I we've done wound, wound up at some stage last year, but uh, no. I mean, what was it? Twenty-seven events in total uh, across X amount of countries. People like to do that at the moment. I can't remember how many countries it was. So I'm not going to lie. I'll make it up. Nine countries, <laughs> five continents, uh, one on the Atlantic Ocean. No, um, it was again. Yeah, it was a great year. Um, you know, um, we did 
what was it, five pay-per-views in the UK. Um, you know, which, okay, fans might not hear the word pay-per-view, but that's how you've got to measure yourself a bit as a promoter. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, with with Misfits and the Prime Card, of course, was the the absolute record breaker God, uh, of the year. You know, it was the highest selling pay-per-view combat sports event. So that was fantastic. And, uh, the Eubank-Smith fights, um, obviously the both ends of the, yes. of the happiness scale there, the... the the gloomy January was corrected in 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 September. Uh, great end of the year, Josh Kelly, um, who was going to have a massive 2024 as well. Um, Harlem Eubank coming through. Lyndon Arthur obviously getting that shot, becoming IBO world champion in dramatic fashion. Um, then going on and uh, having that very, very tough fight against Bevo. He did hurt him. He did hurt him. He did hurt him. This was but, just uh, saying that. To the body, yeah, there was a point. Yeah, no, well, it's undeniable that he hurt him, but unfortunately he couldn't make much of that. But, you know, he'll learn from that fight. He'll learn from fighting arguably the best pound-for-pound pound fight in the world at the moment. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, Chloe Watson becoming European champion. You know, all all the different Channel 5 uh, events, the zone events in traditional boxing as well were great. And of course, you know, you've got to talk about the, the rise of the Misfits Empire. Um, is it going as planned? I mean, I suppose to an extent, well, when I say as planned, how can you plan? Because you don't know, because it's and, mad. And, and look, this time last year, we were celebrating, you know, a five-year broadcasting deal with Dazone, the home of boxing, um, taking on Misfits. And I think they've been delighted with it. We've been delighted with it. We've really broken all expectations last year. I didn't expect to do the prime card with that amount of buys. I mean I've rarely seen that number on, on a on a pay per view sheet after an event. Um, when I say rarely, you have to go back to hey Klitschko or saying you know, past events we've done and to see that sort of number. And um you know hoping this year to do one of those in traditional boxing as well. Okay. And a couple more in Misfits, so a couple of prime cards planned for this year. Uh, a couple of Super Bowls for Misfits again, one in the, one in the UK, which we're actually working on at the moment, and, and and one in the US. So lots of things to go on, you know, uh, create more stars, um, uh, and uh, you know, have a great year in boxing. It's like Marmite for the boxing fans, so I suppose we'll go into that to the to the latter yeah, side exactly. of the so interview. Separate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I want to discuss it, but we can understand. I mean, yeah, not for we'll start with traditional um, and the people who don't want to listen to it can just turn off. Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, he seems to be living the life out in Dubai at the minute. Um, we understand- fantastic hotel with my son. My God, I know. And then a, a jacuzzi or yeah, a pool a with a view of the palm. Some like that. Snowing outside. I'm sitting there. I know. Almost snowing. Yeah. UK snow. I saw three yeah. flakes out the window. Yeah. Um, what is the situation with him then? Because we were not so much from you, but we did hear. Time and time again about the uh, the Conor Ben fight um, for February at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium um, didn't materialise in the end. On, on Eddie and Frank's point of view, it was just that the, the figure that Eubank was asking for was just astronomical, <clears> and they they couldn't get close to it. Just uh, you, your reflection of events because it just sort of it was happening, it was happening, it was happening, and then the deadline kept being pushed back. I mean, where, where, what's your side of, side to it all? I, I think at the end <clears throat> they're going to they're taking that. 
the parties, there were four parties involved. They couldn't, couldn't, um, couldn't make it work, you know. Um, not really much more to say on it, you know, for me. Um, it's 2024 now, I want to talk about other things, but, but to wrap it up, yeah, the, my, my line hasn't changed. You know, I think I was the first one to, to break the news, and when I broke it, I said, you know, it's as simple as that. It's a business deal. Um, and then that in business deals, sometimes you, you can't make it work financially. Um, I'm not going to go into the detail of why it couldn't work financially. It just, it just couldn't work financially. Everyone tried, I think, from all four sides. Everyone wanted it. Um, but at the end of the day, that it could be made financially at that time. Uh, Callow, just on that then, just lastly, before we move on to Chris as a whole and, and, and options that he's got, they've said that they're hopeful of that fight happening now in the summer, but no talks or initial discussions have been made. We understand he's fighting uh, Peter Dobson in Vegas on, in February. I believe that's just over that £147 catch weight. But when I spoke to Connor, he said the fight's dead for him, but obviously fighters you know, can be emotional and, and say things they don't necessarily mean or stick to. Just on your side, do you still have hope to, to, to stage that fight? It's business. Um, no emotions. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, there, if there's a way of making it work, it, it will happen. Um, not committing to anything there. I think <clears throat> we're having talked to a junior generally uh, about about what's happening in the future and, and the year, what's happening there, uh, what's happening next. Um, so, you know, we're not going to go into that I don't want to talk about that until I actually know yourself. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, lots of interesting things happening in that space. If you look at the, I'm going to call it the middleweights, and I'm going to get shot down for that because I'll how kind of not middleweight. Okay, let's call it around the middleweights. Um, Josh Kelly also isn't a middleweight, but I think if you look at, you know, Eubank Ben, uh, Josh Kelly, Kel Brook. Going to say Kel's um, been outside today. Yeah, Kel Brook. Um, who's we've spoken to as well is you know obviously a great name, uh, Liam Smith, great name. Um, you've got a lot of UK fighters. I mean, talked about um, Billy Joe, I simply yes. never mentioned him because yes. I don't know where he's at in terms of boxing and his weight and stuff. He's also, you know, big name in British boxing and a fantastic fighter. They're all fantastic fighters and they're all they're all good names. So it's a very interesting space that again. Take a pinch of salt that middleweight uh, that middleweight area but on the domestic scene. Um, just on terms of, we heard that there was negotiations to fight for the IBO, and then he came out and said that he wanted the Yanabek fight. Um, did anything ever ever come of that? I mean, like I said, we're, we're talking at the moment about all sorts. Um, so, you know, that that's something that we'll do behind closed doors, and then have uh, you know. He's the one boxing, so it will be marching orders off him what he wants to do, you know, um, as simple as that. Obviously, that Smith fight, um, not ages ago, but sort of you don't want to get to the point where you're inactive again. Do you have an ideal sort of time frame as to when you'd like to see him back in the ring, exactly. regardless of I opponent? Think we'd all like to see him in the ring tomorrow. Yeah. Everyone enjoys watching him for one, one reason or another. Uh, you know, Chris is someone who polarises and, and people boxing... So he needs people like that, you know. He needs people that you talk about whether you like him or don't like him. It doesn't really matter as long as you watch him. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take those option discussions behind uh, closed doors and, and work on it from there. But for right now, um, 
you know, there's a lot of interesting things out there. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say. And I, I, going back to now, the, the tweet you put out before, before Christmas about um, the IBO situation. I, and I said it straight away when it came out, I don't, I get it, you know, I get the frustration. I think everyone was frustrated and, you know, and, and, and by the way, promoters, we can get frustrated as part of our job. Yeah. But as a boxer, you're going to get more frustrated because that's, it's your sole career as a, as a boxer, you know, because you've got careers outside of boxing, but it's, it's that path. So when something doesn't happen that everyone wants to happen and there's, you know, things going on, the frustration kicks in. I, I, I totally get it. Don't take it personal at all. Um, that's, that's the way I see it. Um, just, you asked that, just no, 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 no. I've sort of no. I actually wasn't going to. Oh, really? So you oh, uh, I should have just swap them out then. I know. Take that out. Of the <laughs> um, let me ask you then. There was a, a weird thing that came out recently from USA Boxing, and everyone's been uh, making their say on it regarding transgender yeah, yeah. athletes and, uh, and and specifically <clears throat> fighters. Now I caught up with a couple of the names in the sport, and also I think in boxing we we just have to be transparent with it and and. I don't know, like uh, not giving my opinion as such, but everyone seems to share the same thing. We've seen fighters like Michaela Mayer came out, uh, come out and, and voice their opinions on it. What, what did she say? Uh, just that it's un- like it's unacceptable and that women won't stand for it, etc. I think the um, the rule the ruling on it was that a, a born man would be allowed to fight a born female, regarding as long as their testosterone levels. Stop because I'll, I'll get to two parts. The first statement. If you say a, a born man is going to fight a female, and I appreciate that it's a politically sensitive area, mm. but being you know constantly asked about the safety of boxing, etc. No, absolutely not. Right now, I know what the second part you're going to tell me is: uh, is the testosterone levels have to be that deflated or that low? Doesn't make a yeah, difference, mate, does uh, it? First yeah. of all, I'm unqualified to answer this question, so whatever I say now, <laughs> take a pinch of salt. But uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not grasping any reason why that would change things for me. And that's just that's, but that's just me talking as a human. Um, I find that boxing is 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 not comparable with other areas of life or sports. Um, it's a physical sport. It's one that we've got to take very, very serious things like that. And is, you know, women are still currently boxing two minute rounds, not three minute rounds. Um, so we're going to suddenly say, no, we can, we can have uh, um, women who are born as men um, boxing uh, against women. No, uh, sorry, that for me, I'd have to see some real scientific evidence on that. Uh, which I don't believe could exist, but okay. Again, I'm not a doctor. Uh, for me, it, 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 no. Funny you say that, because um, obviously there's been a big debate about it happening on a couple of occasions on other sports. I think there was a, a transgender medalist at the Olympics in weightlifting, and we've seen it like here and there, swimming, I think, as well. And that yeah, was... Trans- transgender at weightlifting, was it, was yeah. it, was it a, a woman lifting with the men, or the men with a man lifting with a, a woman? A, a born woman. Sorry. No, born man to woman. 
and the same with swimming. But what I'm saying is there was an outcry at that, and that's not a sport where you're infl- inflicting damage and pain oh, on one right. another. So this is like yeah. even heightened on that, right? Well, for me, exactly. This this is about a, a serious medical concern I would have on the safety part of it. So it's different to saying, oh, it's unfair because it gives a competitive advantage. The competitive advantage in boxing is very different to one in weightlifting. Um, again, love weightlifting. So, not, and I mean that genuinely. Uh, I, I love it. I uh, love doing it and I like watching it. But that's a competitive advantage that leads to a victory yeah. or a loss. Yeah. In boxing, not being ironed out. A loss can be a dramatic. Fatal. Yeah. Exactly. So, they, I just don't believe that it's an area that I would mess around in. That's, that's my personal take. No, fair enough. I think a lot of people in the sport reiterate that, but obviously something that still needs to be discussed. No, and I think so as, as many of the heads... Let's not be around the bush. You've got a needle about it at the moment. People will be, there will be people saying... But is there even any demand it's, for that? it's a society thing at the moment. Now, that's a completely different discussion and certainly one that we shouldn't have on here. Um, is uh, So, I can only look at it as a, as, as a second-generation boxing promoter who's been around for three decades. And, you know, I've been there when the sport has been brutal. Um, and it's something that would really, really concern me. Um, which, you know, ir- ir- irrelevant what levels and, what, you know, no. no Philip no. Hergovich. Uh, on a different topic entirely, uh, not to put him in. <laughs> Interesting switch there. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is his promotional situation? Is he still with yourselves and Matrim? And... No, he's, at the moment he's, he's signed, obviously, for that fight in um, in, uh, in in Saudi. Uh, rather short fight, but fight in Saudi. And, um, you know, he signed that and we'll see where the year takes us. You know, we're very close with Philip, obviously, since the amateurs. Um, in boxing, you know, it, it always depends on circumstances. You know, there's certain fights where we would be uh, called to be involved and others where we're not, you know. So I just take it like that. And, you know, he's, he's almost part of the family, Philip. So I wish him, wish him, uh, wish him, you know, much success in his next fight, you know. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we'll be talking. Um, let me ask you. There was a, a a fight at one of your main events towards the end of the year that was uh, that was cancelled, and then um, obviously headlined by Chloe Watson winning the European was uh, Lee McGregor versus Isaac Lowe. We now understand that, that that will not be being rescheduled. Are you able to shed any light as to why and what Lee's next moves could be? Um, you know, I, I think that uh, Isaac wants to take a fight down in in, in Saudi on Tyson's card. He's out in, in in his camp, so. I get that from, from a number of aspects. At the same time, um, we, 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 we've, you'll see in the next few days, we've uh, just just closed a, a fight, I think, a, a fantastic, fantastic fight. Uh, European title fight, I'll tell you more when, when I can, but an absolute banger uh, in, a, in a very historic boxing place in the UK. But it's historic for us. I don't want to give it away too much, but it's a great fight from the first of March on Channel Five, which will be our first Channel Five uh, card this year. Okay. So yeah, lots, lots of, uh, and for, you know, we've only got that many spaces on Channel Five, and Lee's a big part of our, Lee McGregor's a big part of our plans this year as well. So you know, we'll, we'll, we'll. Uh, Smoke on my face and everything. <laughs> We've got some good things in the pipeline. 
I'll leave it at that. It's um, been a busy early January. We're hearing that um, Antwi versus McGann yeah. uh, is the is the next fight. It's been ordered for the British title. Yeah, uh, we know fight. that Sam Gilly was potentially in the mix. I but saw it will Sam be... Antwi, by the way. Yeah, we had very proud of this. We had two uh, two two of the two of the top ten in the in the British fights of the year. Wow. Sam Antwi being one of them, and so he's going to. He's going to box against McKenzie. It's a very listen. Antwi hasn't had that recognition yet. He's obviously had that that f- crazy fight on on, uh, on Channel Five last week. Fantastic, fantastic fight. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it could be a big year for him. He's working very well with Adam Booth, and you know, we all know that Adam Adam has that magic touch. Um, big, big puncher. Um, so yeah, Sam Antwi, watch this space. We've been getting pushed very heavily on Channel 5. Jack McGann's an interesting one and a good sell, obviously. Yeah. Previously an MMA background. Um, Stephen Graham happens to be at all of his fights. I don't know if you were aware. Yeah, uh, a big I, supporter. I, 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 it's a fun build-up, that, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a, it's a fun build-up. Um, and it's one of those domestic fights that will get a lot of attention. Um, the fact that and me on Channel 5 will be fantastic. Um, and it has, has, the, has all the hallmarks of a, of a British title classic again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out Sam doing another fight, uh, which ends up in the in the top 10 of uh, of this year's fights. And that's, that's, what, that's what you want to be seeing. Right? Um, we saw towards the end of 2023, Jaya being stripped of his IBF title. Now, with that, being said, we understand that there was an agreement between yourselves, Matchroom, Queensbury, uh, Turkey Alashe, everyone, um, as regards to that would be the fight, and then he would fight Myris Breedis. Now, they still went and stripped Jai yeah. Attire. So, so first of all, it's, it's not a classic step aside. It's not possible with the IBF. What we said was we wouldn't object yeah. because we'd already agreed yeah. to the date of that fight. Um, that's all. That's all from our side. They then went through the formal process. Of, as it's not down to us; it's down to them to do that. Process was uh, was was rejected, um, and on the basis of that, they, they they took the title away. You know, never liked seeing that. Especially, I was there that night when Obatire won uh, the belt against Breedis uh, against our guy um, in a fight that, if you haven't seen it, go watch Obatire Breedis or Breedis mm. Obatire at the time. The first six rounds was the first time in his career that Breedis really didn't look good. In fact, you'd think he's getting on now. This is probably the end. He's been dropped for the first time in his career. You're thinking it's it's looking good. And then the second six rounds, if you watch both fights as two six-rounders, you wouldn't think it's Mm -hmm. the same people. Is Breedis smashing him, pillar to post, breaks his eye socket or jaw in four places, his shoulder comes out, he's standing KO twice on his shoulder. Breedis, with all his experience, doesn't take a step back and let him drop. He carries him, but I don't know if he wanted to punish him more. Didn't realise it was the 12th <laughs> round. Um, it, incredible. Um, so, you know, the fact that that was by the guy that people were saying, oh, he's getting older. I'm saying, no, no, it was actually the second. In the second half of the fight. Not the first half of the fight. So you saw how good Opatire was, but you also saw, for me, why Breedis is still is, you know, king of the cruiserweights, uh, three-time world champion, world boxing super series winner, proves it against the best, 
ask, ask uh, Alexander Ruzik how different Alexander Ruzik's career would have been at night in Riga when it was into that last round, absolutely level on the cards. Two judges have given the last round to to, to Uzik, one to, to Breedis, I think. But there was a fourth official as well, which was World Boxing Super Series. There couldn't be a draw. So yes. If there was a draw, it would go to the fourth card. Yeah. That fourth would have official been. had it for Breedis. Yeah. It was in, it was so close. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I personally did have it for draw. Um, many had it for Breedis and many had it for Uzik. So it was... It was a, you know, it was one of those. You see the level of of Breedis and you know, he's he's raring to go. Ramirez is the uh, yes, that's what I was going to ask Ramirez, you. I'm waiting to hear back. What from, do you expect to be his next fight? Well, Ramirez is is the mandated fight. The, the issue is we haven't heard back from from Golden Boy yet. Um, I, I guess they're waiting on their guy. We haven't heard anything back, so we took the step of which you don't normally do because we get on very well with Golden Boy, but. It's probably down to the fighter and not down to them. There, we just haven't heard back. Yeah. So we ordered a, or we didn't order. We asked for a uh, a purse immediate purse bid. That purse bid um, will be held. Uh, I think on the sixteenth next next week. Um, that's what it is right now. You know, things change quickly in boxing, but right now that's what it what it is. So, you know, it's on paper a very good fight. Uh, for the vacant belt, um, but that cruiserweight division is getting interesting again, isn't it? You know, you mentioned the WBSS. Um, I was just saying earlier when we were eating, like I, I wish I was involved in the sport when when that was a thing. Any like yeah, that must I, be your I, dream I mean, I, to bring that back. My last, uh, I had a call with them uh, actually, fun enough, um, yes, yesterday morning, um, and you know, they're part of a very big. Uh, sports and entertainment company based in Switzerland. They they're looking at uh, constantly looking at new ways of bringing it back. They want to go in with something a bit wider and bigger, um, which sounds fantastic. Some of the plans they have, um, you know, I'm I'm sitting here like a, a kid in a candy You know, let's do this again. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping and and I think they're they're so behind the project. Um, that I'm sure we'll see one again. You know, so I'm sure we'll see one again very soon. I think they're working on the right way of doing it. Um, and you know, look, it gave so much, so much pleasure to boxing fans. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the you know, fights it was, happening. It was like the fights that it made. Yeah, Remember one year there was five uh, ESPN fights of the year. Global boxing. It was number one was Inui versus Donair, Don and I think number three was Taylor versus Progress. You couldn't make it up. It just it just showed again when you put the best versus the best together in boxing, it's the most beautiful sport in the world. And the Ali Trophy came prestigious. Yeah, in the, whole, the old Ali Trophy. The fact that it was a you know nothing against the the, the big ABC belts, of course. You know, um, love every boxer dreams around that round the waist, but but it was that crowning Something moment. Else, of, yeah, yeah but no, it was a crowning moment of not only being a unified champ or having the ring magazine belt. It was that moment of. I am the best. Mm. And there's nothing you can say against it, whether it was Inui, whether it was Uzik, whether it was Breedis, whether it was Josh Taylor, whether it was Callum Smith. And the fight's there to, to go and get it. You know, I mean, Inui, you know, he's knocked out everyone in, in seconds. And then he has that final against Donair, you know, life and death back and forth. You know, it's hairline stuff, you know, an incredible fight. Into every, you know, mustn't forget, travel the whole world, Tokyo, 
um, Moscow, okay, that wouldn't happen today, but, uh, um, you know, London, uh, Jeddah, you know, talk about Saudi, the first big boxing event ever yes. in Saudi Arabia was the World was, Boxing yeah. Super Series. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was, I've got to say, when I got there, I wasn't sure what to expect. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. The, the arena, the, 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 the locals, great atmosphere. It was, it was really, really, really fun to do down there. Calla, um, obviously a fight that made boxing fans say an awful lot was Tyson Fury when he fought Francis Ngannou. Now, Tyson Fury, whether you put it down to Francis Ngannou being a lot better than we thought or whether it was genuinely an off-night from Tyson Fury or both, which it very well could be. Um, we saw Deontay Wilder lose. We know that they wanted to do Joshua Wilder. Um, after years of speaking about typical... I know, I know, I know. Um, now... Obviously, Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou. There's still a bit of criticism, but given the performance on on your side, how do you see it? Given the performance, I, I wasn't. Well, I, first of all, I wasn't critical of, of uh, Fury and Ghana. You know, first time in boxing, I did it. You know, um, you know, it was it was it was billed as an exhibition fight. It certainly, was an exhibition fight when you put him on his backside. I mean, Tyson is for me. Until he's beaten the king of the heavyweights, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. He's the lineal champ, or whatever. You know how to define that, but he's he is the person to beat since he beat Klitschko. Yeah. Not even after he's come back. The man who beat from the man. that. He's had a few comebacks, but <laughs> he is the man to beat at heavyweight. End of. Um, and that's not saying anything against all the other great heavyweight fighters. AJ, what what a job he's done for boxing in, in full stop, um, especially in the UK. But full stop. I, mean, I was recently at an airport in Germany. There's, there's Anthony Joshua and Hugo Boss stop. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, everywhere. So you know, um, you know, Under Armour. I was in Chicago. There's Anthony Joshua up there. You know, so he's he's been a global ambassador. But the man to beat at heavyweight is Tyson Fury. And February seventeenth, we're going to find out. What um, do you think? I think I think Fury wins. Yeah. I think you have to see a much. Well, actually, I, I think that Fury has off nights. Um, we saw against Otto Wallin, um, but you know uh, he's not going to have an off night. No. I've heard he's down there in camp already. Already, yeah. He's he, by all accounts, he's he's looking very very good in training, but. Uh, Tyson, he's, he's, he's made for these big occasions. You know, I remember when he fought Wilder in one, two, and three. You know, for all different reasons, he was, you know, being written off. I mean, the, the second demolition job of, of of Wilder. You could even say the third fight was a bit of an off night because he let him in. So it was a proper slugfest, slug slug yeah. But after the second fight, he was, you know, for me, you know, he showed how to how to beat Wilder all day long. You know. Um, on Wilder, Wilder uh, yeah, so I mean, what do I, what, what do I think of uh, uh, AJ and Garland? In fact, I'm more excited than I was for the, for the, for the Fury one. Because of how it, it was. First, yeah. It was like, so, okay, how's AJ Garland going to even box, you know? Yeah. Like, but he doesn't look good, you know? And, you know, you can lock people for a lot of different things. When the WBC put them in the ranks, people said, oh, well, you know, how can you put them in rankings after one fight? Well, if you read their rules, actually, it does make sense because it's in combat sports, what's your experience? In, and, you know, you've got a, a MMA. And it is a combat, combat sport. sport. And he's been very active and he's been very successful. So he's just put down 
Tyson Fury in a, in a highly debatable fight. That's what it is. So, yeah, he deserves Just, that place. And, you know, listen, he can really punch. And AJ can really punch. How and, does it go, do but, you think? You know, I think AJ wins. Yeah. Um, but would I put my house on it? Absolutely not. No. I wouldn't put my, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my car, I wouldn't put my bike on it. Right. So, wouldn't, I don't have a bike. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put my best pair of trainers on it. Okay. But it's, I think, something that will attract again a lot of eyeballs, and this moves it on to Misfits. And, you know, you're bringing people in from other sports, um, which other viewing groups, other viewing demographics into boxing, and, and I think that's great. Um, I suppose just lastly then we move on to Misfits. Ed Matthews is the new main event in Leeds, no longer HS Tiki Toki. Firstly, why is that? And secondly, mystery opponent. Uh, we see another fight added to the card, I believe. Minicon versus Chase Demore. Um I'm still having to brush up myself a little bit despite sort of growing up and watching yeah, some I mean, of these guys. There's loads of the regular faces. You've got El Brook versus AJ Bunk on there as well. You've got... Got a load of the regular Misfits crews on there. It's a it's a big card as always. Um, first one out in Leeds. We haven't done a show in Leeds in a long, long time. So looking forward to that first Misfits show in Leeds. Um, and yeah, no HS Tiki Toki. There was something else that came up, and um, we actually had the idea of Ed Matthews originally on the card, and then this mystery opponent came up, and it it's a cracker, absolute cracker. Um, yeah, can't say more than that. Absolute okay. cracker. So it's what it is. You know, it's the mad world of misfits. Get ready for a, a wacky world up in Leeds, a wacky world and in, 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 in events up in Leeds next week. I say events because you've, of course, got the, the phenomenal misfits press conferences live on zone and on the misfits channels and well, tune in and watch it. There was so much talk about a potential Brazil show. Uh, is that so, still in the mix? Yeah, Winderson, yeah, Nunes, obviously, I think, uh, Anderson Silva, Jose Aldo. It's like uh, a sort of prime car Brazil. I'm excited. Uh, is, is that on the... I want a trip to, it, it, to Brazil, Keller. We don't... We, 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 we like to do things properly. It is our first ever show in South America. Mm. I think we once had a fight box down there. Is it Pablo Hernandez, IBF? I can't remember exactly. It's something years and years ago but that's the only thing we've ever done in South America we've got loads of South boxing America boxes over here but rarely drifts south of yeah, Mexico it's right a bit, a bit in Argentina right? sometimes yeah. but yeah, well, they, they show it all yeah but just not in terms doesn't have the pull of the big fights and, yeah. and this would bring a big uh, this would be massive but we've got a football stadium on hold um, wow a stadium March and May 65,000 wow. yeah it's not talking wow. a small show in Brazil. That's what I'm saying. It's not like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a show with a couple in of Rio? thousand people. Um, it's currently Sao Paulo. Okay. But we're also looking at Rio as well. But the one that's held is in Sao Paulo. Okay. Um, do you expect KSI to fight again this year? And if so, what sort of opponents are you looking at? If it's not Jake Paul, who else is there for him to fight? Um, yeah. I mean, look, he, you know, he's, I get it. You know, I, you know it was... It was such a great event, and then it was the, the decision which um, you know I I certainly scored it for for AJ uh, for AJ for KSI. <laughs> so I'm still thinking about that and going for for for, for, J, for JJ not AJ for KSI. Um, um, 
And he was, you know, like fighters go in a bad place. You mustn't forget he trained and has trained for the last years as a pro fighter. He went into, you know, he couldn't understand it. Um, it worked so hard and, you know, for the life of me, with that point deduction, how you can win a sixth round and not give him the fight, I He's unlike for me, incredible, and it's something that he's still fighting. Um, but he took it real bad because he is obsessed with winning and and has that mindset of a winner, and you can't knock him for that. Um, so you know, he's taking some time off. Uh, I think he's back in the gym last week, and he's. I've seen him for the first time actually in a while uh, next week up in Leeds. He's, he's super excited about Leeds. Um, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, being the fighter he is, he will, he will, you know, he, he loves this space. And there's a couple of names that we've, we can't talk about right now. New to this space, but definitely not new to, to any sort of viewer because they're the household names. There's two of them. And, and they said, we've got big plans for two very, very big cards this year. That's, I can't say further than that. And yes, of course, that Jake Paul fight is... you believe that still happens at some point? I yeah, certainly. You know, I mean, Jake Paul... Um, is it like an ego it's, thing? It's, Do they have to say, put egos to one Paul, side? And... He's trying to go down the pro almost traditional pro route. Fighting on um, Serrano's undercard. Yeah, it's like you can't make it up. You know, you've got a fight there where, you know, he's, he could make, I don't know, anything between 30 and 100 million. Yeah? Could that ever go to Saudi? Um, I'm sure, listen, if, 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 if KSI Jake Paul happens, it could go to the moon. Yeah, you know, it could go it, anywhere. It could go right? anywhere. So, you know, we, we'd love to do it in the, in the sphere in, in Vegas oh, or wow, the yeah. stadium or something. But, but ultimately, yes, it could go anywhere. Um, but. You know, I think, you know, it will happen um, when, when the time's right, as it, as it is in traditional boxing, by the way. You know, it's such a huge fight that you know, we saw the numbers on the prime card. They were record-breaking. But what that fight would do is just unheard of. Well, Keller, top man. Final message to the people ahead of 2024? Yeah, I think roll your sleeves up. Whatever it is you're doing in life, and attack the year like no other. That's uh, that's the attitude I've taken into the new year. You know, we all we all have our ups and downs during the year, but and especially in those downs, remember the ups always come. Roll your sleeves up and get it done. Ladon, top man, thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Social. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.